this week's episode is going to be on theft so we're <laughs> testing you Greg. this is a test from god <laughs> can you resist the temptation resist stealing our identities or go to hell <laughs> hey guys it's colby hooth let me hear you scream <laughs> The summer camp director at Camp Chilier. Camp Chilier. Camp Chilier. To try out the Aroma of Christ podcast. 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 Brand new banger. Banger. The Aroma of Christ. It's called Aroma of Christ. What is up, guys? You are listening to Aroma of Christ podcast. I am with my co-host, as always, Marcus Murphy and Gabe Manzella. I am your host, Dalton Rhodes. And this week, we have a super fun guest. She goes to Western Carolina University with me. She sings for the church that I go to, for the Bridge Church. Um, she's done missionary work. She's a leader in a campus ministry called Delight, and she is studying to be a surgeon, and she has a 4.0 GPA. Her name is Alex Gabehart. It's not a 4.0, right. Dalton. you got to stop telling people that. It's a 4.1 GPA. It's not. I really don't know how she did that with a 4.0 grading scale, but she it is somehow a 3975. <laughs> yeah, because that's really going to hurt your chances of uh, <laughs> being successful in your in your career. You also left my major out, man. I said you were studying to be a surgeon. Nursing major, bro. A nursing major. That's right. That's right. But I'm going to be a surgeon. So I, I appreciate you including that part. Of course. Of course. All right, Alex. So you are an RA. Indeed, I am. <laughs> what What is an RA? What is that? Resident assistant. So I'm the person that lives in the dorm and the people essentially come to me when they don't know how to work the laundry machines or when they get locked out of their room or need emotional <laughs> or psychological support and I can point Ooh. them in the right direction. <laughs> Does that happen often yeah. where they out of their doors where they lock themselves out? Oh my <laughs> I will be like, it'll be 11:30 at night, and I'm going to bed, and I just hear, "Can you unlock my door?" And I'm like, I have to go all the way to the office, put the RA key, get the RA access key, and then get the floor master key, go unlock the door, and then go back, and then come all the way back. Oh my here. gosh, I didn't know it was that hard of a process. It's so annoying. That's why we're supposed to charge them. But I'm nice. I typically, I, if you're Maeve or Kayla, don't listen to this. But I typically don't charge unless it's like happens a lot because. I've forgotten my keys before too, and it's an accident sometimes. Or sometimes you just go to the kitchen and your roommate locks you out, and that is, it, it happens. That does happen. So oh. I try and be as lenient as possible about things like that. Now I've heard I've heard horror stories of this my freshman year, where where people the fire alarm would go off and no one knew when they were going off. Sometimes it would be like super late at night too, like three in the morning. And I remember some people got got caught in the shower. <laughs> Like they, like while they, they, while they're in the shower, the fire alarm went off and they're just like soaps everywhere. And they're like, bro. So that hasn't happened to any of my residents, but it has happened to me. No way. No. no. Yeah. So I was, do you remember Dalton last, la, not like a few months ago, December, but last December when we had that like stupid, crazy snow. Um, I've usually been gone for the breaks and stuff. But no, maybe. it was during, it was like in January. It was like, it wasn't like over break, but there was like two or three, four inches. I don't know, but whatever. It snowed all night. So I had had a really long day and I, cause I took 20 credit hours last semester. 
Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm doing 18. I thought that was the limit. I had to go to my department head and get an override and ask for permission. Wait, 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 wait. So what would your days consist of since, did you have any time for work for that? Like for work, I didn't have a job, but for like homework? I guess so, yeah. I was getting like four hours of sleep a night, dude. Dang. Cause I was in, so I had like our weekly meetings for Delight. I had our Delight leader meetings. I helped out with women's gathering. Um, I was in 20 credit hours. And then um, I tutored students, and then I also served at Sunday on the bridge. And and you kept a 4.0 GPA. I actually did make a 4.0 last semester, so. Oh, that's crazy. I really and don't. I go to the gym like six days a week. <laughs> I'm definitely I really do. I actually do. I actually benched 90 pounds the other day by myself. Whoa. Nice. I remember whenever I was 13. <laughs> that is so mean i have an injury i have an injury <laughs> oh no now the excuses are coming out i'm <laughs> very proud of myself okay Personally. i'm joking i'm joking okay but what was the uh what was the, the story oh god um so i had a really long day as you can now understand why i had gone back to my room at like midnight and i did homework for like two or three hours. I was literally in the science building till midnight, till it closed, studying for um, studying for an exam. Um, and it was my first anatomy exam and I was really scared. But then, so I finally got in the shower at like 2.45 in the morning, okay? Have a 9 a.m. the next day. It is almost three o'clock and I have not yet showered. So I get in the shower and then I hear, I hear the beeping. And mm. uh, I said some not nice things that evening. I'm going to be 100%. I had to ask the Lord for forgiveness. I did. I, I had to repent of my sin, unfortunately, <laughs> because I was so mad. But the worst part about it is, so I literally, I kid you not, y'all, I put my soaking wet hair up in a towel, slipped my pajamas on, which were not warm, by the way, but I put my hair up in a towel, so my hair soaking wet in pajamas, and I did not know it was snowing. So I put my fuzzy, no, no, you're not even ready. I put my fuzzy slippers on <laughs> and the snow, slippers. the snow soaked through it and my toes turned purple. No. And we were outside for over an hour. And then I got frostbite and I lost a toe. I did. <laughs> it was the I worst night ever. Thankfully, my friend's car was relatively close. So after about 30 minutes, we were like, wait, her car. And then we got in her car and warmed up. And my feet were freezing. I took the towel off my head in order to warm my feet. And it doesn't really snow that much over here. It snows maybe like once or twice a year. Yeah, yeah. Just once. And it happened to be that day. <laughs> that just day. Just one thing so, after the other. Just. <laughs> it was It was not fun. And then I did go to my 9 a.m. class and take that exam. I bet, uh, <laughs> Dang. How, how, how was it? How did you do? I missed one question. <laughs> no two, two, Are you two. Sure? Oh, two. Are you sure? I missed gonna... question one and question number fifty, the first and the last one. You remember the numbers? Wow. Oh, god, that stuck out with me. I don't know. It stuck out to me. Jesus, dude. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, look, you can just kiss your surgeon career goodbye after missing question one and fifty. <laughs> if, you, if you are like on the verge of death, I'm not gonna help you. <laughs> Like, Alex, please. 
No, you made fun of me on that podcast. I don't sound like that. <laughs> oh, I've also been a camp counselor. I should have told y'all that. Oh my God. Oh. Just for a week. Like it was just a week, my church camp, but it was um it was an experience. Oh, so well, let's just say that I'm doing high school this summer because middle school please don't show your social. <laughs> that is so not safe. <laughs> That's going to be our uh, our um, cover for the episode. <laughs> yeah, just to show us social. We're all going to show our socials, and I'm going to screenshot that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's Listening funny. to this week's podcast episode. You want to steal our identities. <laughs> this week's episode is going to be on theft. So we're testing you. Great. This is a test from God. <laughs> Can you resist the temptation? Resist stealing our identities or go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was very funny. No, it was me. That was like one of the only good jokes you ever made. Hey, hey, hey. that's not very nice. Hey, that's that's so that all the time. Hey, all right. that wasn't very nice. Oh, My name is Nicholas Rhodes. <laughs> but i think what's what sticks out with me the most maybe i'll have to send this to her hey Catherine, sweet Catherine lost her phone night one oh and all he double hockey sticks broke loose i mean god forbid she lost it night one didn't find it till the night before we left so she didn't have for a week she had her phone for a week because they can have their phone and I kid you not, for like eight hours that night, she was up till like four in the morning searching this thing. And she accused every single, you know, I'm like, you lose the TV remote and suddenly you have no faith in anybody anymore. Like oh they God. say they don't have it. And I'm like, stand up. You're probably sitting on it. That's how this was. Okay. I mean, like she would be convinced I was holding it when I was in the toilet. Like, I, I don't know. It just. It took, it, there was so much yelling and screaming, trying to find this phone. So many tears. I mean, so many tears. I didn't think that one human could hold that much liquid in their body. <laughs> like, and I just wanted to go to bed. I was like, it is 2.30 in the morning. I am tired. Like, I drove here from North Carolina. I want to go to sleep. Like, please, can we just, can we, can we go to sleep? And we'll look for it in the morning. Please, like, please, just let me go to bed. <laughs> and for like a whole week, she looked for this thing and could not find it anywhere. And it fell underneath her mattress. That's, That's it. the worst. Oh my it was just, god! Whenever you get that the people of stealing something, and then it shows out that you had it the whole time. That's bad. And we kept saying, "We're like, move your stuff." She's like, "I know it's not with my stuff. Somebody had to have grabbed it." And I'm like, "Girl, I promise you, it's probably there." The um, just to give you a story, so I know the feeling of whenever you accuse someone of taking your things, and then it ends up being in your possession i i oh, gabe's almost, already wheezing i almost got someone arrested it's not my not my brightest moment hey, i was you never told me that story have i never told y'all this i think you have i might have gabe um i don't know if i told you marcus but i was in high school okay i was a sophomore in high school and there was this one kid, his name was, I don't know if I should name drop him, but 
he was just a kid that was always causing issues. He was always getting in trouble with the, with the police and he was always getting sent to the principal's office and he was just a menace. And I lost my phone one day and he was during the day he sat near me in class and, you know, the day was running out and I was freaking out and I was still looking for my phone after the bell rang and I like couldn't find it. And the buses had already left. So I freaked out and I said, you know what? I'm just going to find someone in the hall, use their phone, call my mom to pick me up. I called my mom to pick me up. She said, first thing she said, I said, hey, hey, mom, it's, it's me, Dalton. She was like, where's your phone? She was mad. And I was like, oh, I was like, I, I lost it. She's like, you lost it. What do you mean you lost it? She was like pressing into me. And I was like, uh, uh, I think, I think I stole it. You just like you're looking around for faces and you're like it looks like you'd have it. She like made me tell her something right then. She was like, No, I want to know where your phone is right now, Dalton. I was like, oh, uh, I might have stolen it. Um and she's like, I'm coming up with the school right now. I was like, Oh no. And so like we went to the office and my mom was like mad. She told the principal, she's like, Hey, my son here thinks that a kid stole it. And I really didn't know for sure. I was just I was just saying stuff, but I was just like, mm-hmm. and, then, and then the principal was like, okay, um, yeah, he always causes issues. Uh, we'll get the, we'll get the police involved. And I was like, oh my. And then, so like, there was like a, a um, police officer that stayed at the high school and we got him involved. He's like, oh yeah, I know right where he lives. He lives right across the street. We'll, we'll take a little ride down there. And I was like, <laughs> and so we went over there. And I sat in the I sat in the car. And my mom's car was facing the house. I had full view of their front door. And um, the officer went to the house. He knocked on the door, and his mom came out. And I just heard her go, "What the piss? What you do this time?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he's like, "I didn't do nothing, mom. I promise." And he's like, "This officer said you stole a boy's phone. I didn't steal nothing, mom." He he walked outside. And he looked he looked right at me he <laughs> made <laughs> he, and i just kind of slouched down in the seat <laughs> wait was he your friend or anything do what was he your friend or anything no um we were acquaintances but like i didn't i was not chummy with him um okay. like i said he was just kind of uh nobody really yep. liked him he, even even the girls like just hated him like everyone just hated the kid i feel bad for him now but um now he hates you you know, it's me, but, um, but just it's to finale family. of the story, just to end the story, I got home later that night and, you know, the cop basically left and was like, all right, if we find anything else, we'll let you know, but he says he doesn't have it. And my stepdad said, we'll just do find my iPhone. Why did See you start with that? I, I felt pressed. I felt pressed by my mom. I didn't know what to do. I just said a name <laughs> and it just escalated, but my book bag said ding 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 oh my gosh and i looked and it was positioned underneath all of my books so uh, like I, I felt in between each book yeah a million times but it wasn't there but it was under all of them my mom yeah oh she was so pissed at me she was like that was so embarrassing you need to call her right now you need to call that boy's mother right now and tell her and I did. I had to call her, and that was the most awkward conversation. Like, hey, I'm the I'm the guy that was at your house earlier. Um, turns out I have my phone. <laughs> I'm sorry about all that. Oh my gosh! What, yeah. what was the mom's oh, reaction no. to it? She was um she was very understanding. 
she said she, she was just like oh no honey I, oh it's fine it's fine you know that's that's okay I appreciate you calling like she was just real nice about it but yeah. i felt really <laughs> so how how does your testimony relate to you wanting to be a surgeon oh mm. Mm. oh that's an intense question <laughs> yeah. um so that means does that mean i should share it because i can yes we would yeah you can we okay you. all right so let's see i grew up in a fishing household as i just said um i got saved and i put quotes up for a reason when i was like five because I was like, oh my gosh, hell is so scary. I don't want to go there. And that's all it really was. You know, I feel like every mm -hmm. kid has that epiphany. Yeah. And even in my heart, like I knew it was not right because I didn't get baptized for six years. Like I put it off for a really long time because I was like, I, I was like, everyone's talking about what baptism means. I was like, I don't feel any of that. I was six years old. Um, and so didn't really have a relationship with God, um, knew who he was, believed that he loved me, believed all the things, but had never like outwardly professed it, I guess, if that makes sense, and didn't genuinely pursue a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and then around, I would say middle school, like 10, 11, 12, 13, right around that age, I just hit like a low, low, like um, super suicidal, super depressed, super anxious. And like, I was like 12 years old, struggling with like eating disorders. It was like, no, nothing a preteen child should have, no one should have to go there, but like a 10 or 11 year old, like it was really, really intense. And um, I went to summer camp every year. Woo, summer camp. No, literally that'll, that'll change yeah. you. I'm telling you, that'll do it right there. Yeah. Um, and I remember, it, you know, everyone calls it cry night. Like, or at least all the girls do the last night before you go home. We all call it cry night. At least that's what, that's what the girls always said. And so we're in the service and I'm just like, this week has been so fun, but where is God? Cause I haven't seen him at all. And I was like, this was just me going zip lining and going to a water park and swimming in the pool and the lake and all these things and found paintball and nothing actually like of meaning. And so we're in the final service and I was just like the pastor. I don't remember who it was. I think his name is Chip, but he did an invitational um, to come to the altar. And I was like, uh, no, um, that's weird. I don't want to do that. Um, cause I was really scared. I think, yeah, like yeah. I said, I think it was 13. And then he was like, I was just sitting there praying. And I was like, I don't have any friends. I was like, just sitting there praying. I was like, I am so lonely. Like nobody likes me. I am like, I just, I, I genuinely didn't have a friend in the world. At least I thought I didn't. And so I went and, but I just felt something like nagging. He was like, go, just go. And I was like, why, why would I do that? Like, what's the point? And it just kept hitting me, go, go, go. And he left that invitation open for like half an hour. And so finally I got over myself and went up to the front and um, I just started praying. And I was just like, God, I'm just, I kept praying the same thing. I was like, I'm lonely. And I was like, and I need you to show up. I was like, I need, I need you. And I asked, I like, I gave my life to Christ in that moment. And I was like, I know that like you are, going to be the community like you're going to give me the community I need and like you're always there when the world isn't and mm -hmm. the craziest thing are y'all ready for this oh oh I'm ready yeah it's really cool all right so I'm up here at the stage right yeah and as soon as I accepted Christ and I was like you're going to give me the people like I pray that you give me people I need somebody put their hand on my left shoulder and about two seconds later somebody put it on my right shoulder and I started sobbing my eyes out because I was like <laughs> there's people right here. And I literally just asked, all I had to do was walk up here. So we're there for like 30 minutes, everyone's sobbing. And then are you ready for this? I get up when the invitational is over and I turn around and there is just a pyramid of people 
all spawned back with me at the very front and center. No way. Coolest thing ever. It was <laughs> That's so cool. cool. So sick. Were and you so, the first one? Mm-hmm. I was. What's yeah. super cool about that is like you stepping out in your faith caused other people to also step out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you did do a pyramid. You did like the <laughs> little domino effect. And that's it was yeah. so cool. All right. So tell tell us about um what you did whenever you went on a mission trip. Oh, okay. So I went to Costa Rica this past summer. Mm-hmm. Um that was really cool. How and long were you there? A week. Okay. I think. Yeah, a week. It was the day after my birthday, by the way. Fun Ooh, fact. Happy birthday. Happy 19th birthday to me. I went to Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy 19th birthday. Way long yep. ago. Where you can't flush toilet paper and have to put it in a trash can. Fun what? fact. Yep. You, you can pee and go number two in the toilet, but you can't put the toilet paper in the trash can. Or in the toilet, you put it in the trash can. I usually don't put it in the trash can to begin with. I don't oh, know I, you you know what I meant. <laughs> but we essentially we went to this like really 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 poor town um or like set of towns just outside of san jose and we uh we essentially we installed water filters for them because they had really unclean water um and essentially we used the water filter to spread the gospel so we talked about like we took super super dirty water and talked about how that was our lives before um we found christ and then christ was the um the filter was the representation of Christ essentially and that when we put the water through the filter that um it comes out clean and it's completely drinkable um but my, I think my favorite part about it was actually that the filter could last for like years and years and years as long as you just took it apart and took care of it and cleaned it and so we were like that really relationship can like stay super like clean and like and like fruitful as long as you just foster it and take care of it and like we got to share the gospel through that a lot did you see uh did you see an impact made in any of the kids? Uh the chill oh my god. There was this little girl. There was this little girl and she was just the sweetest little thing you'd ever seen in her whole life. And every time I saw her, she would just come up and just hug the crap out of me. And I, she was too little to understand like what we were saying, especially because they don't speak English. But she just had <laughs> but she just had <laughs> But she just had so much joy. And like every time I saw her, she just like was so excited to see us and we got to help feed her and give her water and things like that. And it was just the most precious thing in the world. But no, we saw like, I think we shared the gospel with like, I don't know, but I, I want to say like 40 people came to Christ. I had it written down somewhere oh, on my Instagram. I could be wrong. I can verify. Um, but it was it was like one of the coolest things. Hold on, I wrote it down. Gospel shared in fifty homes, twenty prayers for salvation, and over twenty rededications out of those fifty that it was wow. shared. So it was really really cool. And I think you were telling me, I believe that you were. Um, didn't you say that y'all were singing? And since they don't speak, not all of them speak English, you said something about y'all did something to kind of um, to kind of help with with the fact that they couldn't speak English. First of all, the houses are tiny. I mean, like a whole family of four living in the size of my dorm room. Like that's what it was like. Wow. And this man took his house and converted half of it into a church. His house for already a family of four and then turned half of it into a church because they didn't have one. Pastor Cesar, he was so cool. Loved him to death. And he was fantastic. He gave church services. And then also after um, every day, he fed the entire town. Like all the money from the church, he went to feeding them. It was it was so cool. Um, and he wow. yeah, 
it was really cool and he fed us the whole week we were there but um yeah so as the church service had ended um they were just playing some music on their speaker like just as everyone was like leaving you know it, it was very like people stayed and talked with each other for a really long time um and I noticed it was in Spanish but I was like you know Waymaker's pretty familiar and it was Waymaker in Spanish and I was like oh my god I know this song and so I started just like mouthing along singing to myself really really quietly and the pastor saw me or the worship pastor saw me singing it and he literally like grabbed me and like dragged me up to front doesn't even know that I'm a worship leader already but he literally pulled everybody back into the church and put me and the, a worship pastor up there with a the microphone and we sang in sync in different languages Super so cool. cool it was like it literally just felt like like a glimpse of heaven and just like all the different tongues that we're going to hear and be able to understand but it was like because it was like they're singing completely different but I did understand them because I knew what they were saying and it was just like it was so cool just like hearing it and half the room was singing in English half of them was singing in Spanish and it was just it was so cool I have videos of it so awesome and that's and that's just uh you've shared just two examples about how God's used you to be a leader to kind of kind of do these things i mean at once whenever you went up to the altar first and that created a chain reaction and the second time whenever you started singing yourself and then you led the worship in english in costa rica in costa rica and i hadn't even been there for 12 hours yet that's awesome <laughs> it that was so really really cool thank you alex for just sharing your testimony sharing all your fun goals and your dreams and thank you for sharing about what you did on the mission trip Right now, <laughs> right now, guys, we have a thing called trivia time. Trivia time. Woo! I love trivia. So what trivia time is is I just ask you uh, some Bible questions, and all you have to do is just give me an answer. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. So, the first question for trivia time is: When did Abraham have his first child? A. Forty-seven. B. Twenty-eight. Or C, a hundred. It's a hundred. It's a hundred. <laughs> All right. I know that one. Yeah, he had him in his youth. I feel like y'all should explain why y'all think a hundred. Um, because uh, he was past the age of childbearing. When his mom was, because he kept by guys can't bear children. Okay. okay, next one. Okay. Who went with Paul on his first mission? A, John. B, Barnabas, or C, Jake? I thought it was Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm really vibing with the name Barnabas, so I'm going with it. Barnabas? <laughs> Barnabas. I really thought it was Luke. Well, I know that Luke went on some uh, some adventures with him. But... Some, some. Okay, yeah. okay. So y'all picked Barnabas. Cool, cool. And final question. Uh, <laughs> what... What instrument did David play? A, the harp, B, the trumpet, or C, the tambourine? Yeah. <laughs> I heard there was a, a harp, a harp. 
Yep. I think, it, I think it was a. It was, it was a, a heart. There was a, a secret chord that David played that pleased the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That's the only reason I know that. That, that could be it. Was right? It was Barnabas? Yeah. Yep. Dude, I feel so smart. All right. And uh, do you have a Bible verse before we head on out? Do you have a Bible verse to share with us? I do. This is my favorite Bible verse. And it is Isaiah 40, verse 8. And it says, the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God remains forever. I love that Bible verse. Alex, thank you, so, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Guys, if you like this podcast, give us a five-star rating. And uh, have a great week. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.